Welcome back, everyone. It's episode four of the Tech Intern Show. Today, I have with me Hannah Bratterud, um, currently living in Bozeman, Montana, but subject to change here shortly. Um, super excited to have you on the show. Hannah's been one of the more impactful individuals in my network throughout my brief time at Montana State University, so super excited. Um, yeah, let's just get right into it. Let's do it. Sweet. All right. So tell me a little bit about yourself, kind of background, and then we'll get into sort of the meat of the content, touching on a little bit of networking, a little bit of sales, multiplier consulting, entrepreneurship. Yeah, just go. All right. Sweet. Let's, let's do this. Um, yeah, so my background is, um, well, let me start with the very beginning. I'm born and raised in Oslo, Norway, so you mentioned a change coming up. Right. Um, we're actually going to, my partner and I, who's a professor at MSU, gets a sabbatical for the fall semester, so we're going to be spending a semester in Norway, uh, where I grew up, and in Poland, where he grew up, and in a few places around Europe. Uh, so that's super exciting. Um, I love being in Bozeman. We're definitely going to come back, and I'm excited to be back here in January. Um, but got a couple more months here in Bozeman, and then right. we're going to head out. Heck yeah. So um, I moved from Oslo to go to college back in the mid-90s, and I went to school at um, Oral Roberts University in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and so that's sort of my um, where my education um, started, and, and my, my whole adult life has been here in the States. So I've lived in the U.S. Um, over 20 years and, and love it here, feel at home, um, but excited to go back and reconnect with, with my family. I got a degree in um, communications uh, for my undergrad, and then later on I studied um, organizational psychology at the University of Oklahoma. Wow. And um, got connected with a great company while I was living in Oklahoma that um, brought me to Colorado. So, um, you know, work took me to Colorado where I um, worked in tech sales and sales training and developed a, um, a college hire program. And it's by far the most rewarding thing I had done in my career up to that point. Absolutely loved it. Great. Um, but as soon as I had moved to Colorado, I met a certain gentleman who's a professor at MSU, who is my current, uh, my, my life partner, nice. and uh, made the move here to Bozeman about a year and a half ago. Nice. Yeah. Quite the so journey. That is, that is my story in a very brief <laughs> nutshell. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so came to Bozeman shortly after started Multiplier Consulting, or this kind of been an idea sort of brewing up? No, interestingly enough, I, like I said, I loved my job um, working in, in tech and working with uh, new professionals right out of college, sure, training yeah. them, providing a great opportunity for them to start their careers. Mm. I absolutely loved it. Wasn't looking to leave. Um it did become clear that for personal reasons, I wanted to be in Bozeman. And so, right. you know, I uh, was thinking about how to make that happen. Maybe I would work, continue to work remotely for that company. The company went through some changes and got acquired. And it just was a good time for me to make a transition. So as I started thinking about, you know, what's next? And I looked around, I looked around that company. Is there something else I would do there? And nothing could really top what I had already done. Sure. I had 
created my dream job, you know, pitched and, and proposed a, a position for myself that I wrote the job description for and and I just loved it. Yeah. So, you know, when you've already had your dream job, it's tough to just take hard, some other hard, job. Hard to top. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I started talking with some companies in Bozeman to see, you know, start putting some feelers out. I was spending more time on LinkedIn, started getting really active on LinkedIn, recognized that that platform had sure changed a lot from when I got right. my account for the first time in in. 2008, yeah. you know, so at that point and I now had... now look where we stand. Exactly. Right? So things had changed. I started connecting with some great people that I was learning from, started reaching out and uh, building a network. I was, you know, spending a lot of time in Bozeman going back and forth between Colorado and Montana. And every time I was here, I made a point to sit down with people and have coffee, get to know different businesses in town and it was during one of those conversations that um, one, you know, it was a, a company, um, you know, startup here in, in Bozeman, a tech startup. I really liked the company. We had some conversations. Nice. Uh, and the person that I was meeting with after they learned what my background was and what I did, um, particularly around sales training, you know, she said, I really think there's a need for your skill set here in Bozeman. Yeah. There's a lot of companies that are growing that are maybe not big enough to have a full-time person on staff to do training, but that has a need for some help with with training and nice. especially sales training. And so that really, That's yeah, I yeah. mean, I'd, I'd kind of thought about starting a business and people had suggested it to me and I always just dismissed it and said, no, nah, I'm not ready for that. I, I don't think I want to step out on my own. Yeah. Um, but because I was making a transition anyway, as I started connecting with people and, and building this network, I recognized that there, there was actually a need for what I did. And I, it gave me the confidence to realize that I could do this on my own. And, nice. And I've never regretted the change. It's been an awesome transition and I've loved every minute of it. That's spectacular. Yeah. Cool. So now, Multiplier Consulting is? So um, I'm a learning consultant, and nice. Multiplier Consulting Group um, indicates, you know, I work with a group of professionals in that, um, in that space. So we help companies develop training programs for their employees. Nice. That's kind of the core of the business. Sure. Uh, because of my sales background, I also do a lot of coaching around sales and sales process, and so as the business has evolved, as I moved into this very entrepreneurial community here in Bozeman, um, there's so many small businesses, startup businesses, medium businesses, and every business needs to grow the revenue, right? And so I realized there is a huge opportunity for helping business owners, especially small new businesses, figure out this whole sales strategy thing and how to increase their revenue by, first of all, understanding the sales process. What is the process? Right. Putting process in, in place for what they're doing and looking at every stage in the sales process to see how they can grow their funnel uh, um, and and close more business. Yeah. Genius stuff. I, lo I love um, something that I haven't touched on too much, but is like sort of the sales model 
And I've got a little bit of peek through it through learning more about Multiplier Consulting Group. Fascinated to learn more. I think it's, you touched on it so well, and Connor said the same thing last night, was the entrepreneurial sort of community members, everything in Bozeman is like spectacular compared to any city that I've ever been in. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so interesting to me that even though Bozeman is 50,000 people, it's still at the forefront of business here. And so yeah. I, I think that's super interesting. I think, I think you're in the right spot. I feel like I am. Yeah. I sure enjoy it here. Right? Yep. So if Bozeman's, f- say, 50,000 people, and you touched on it a little bit earlier, but um, where LinkedIn was when you first got your profile and now where we stand um, you run an event called LinkedIn Local here in Bozeman, which is incredibly valuable to young professionals, Montana State University students, um, seasoned professionals here in Bozeman who work at big firms, small firms, corporations, um, the coffee shop worker, kind of everyone that's wanting to connect and meet more people and grow their network. Mm-hmm. Um, so you started that event briefly after you moved to Bozeman. Talk to me a little bit more about LinkedIn Local. I think it's fascinating. I've attended multiple events and found them valuable. So, Great. Yeah. So um, back to when I, w- when I knew I was going to be leaving corporate America and right. the safety of a corporate job, yeah. and, you know, the corporate paycheck and yeah. all of that, and, and started toying with the idea of starting my own business, uh, it felt a little daunting moving to a new town where I didn't know very many people. I knew a few people socially, but I didn't have a business network at all. Right. I came from a company where I had spent eight years and built a very, very strong network within that company, right? right. It was a 13,000 employee company and... I felt like I knew everybody. I didn't, of course, but I had spent time in two of the biggest offices, um, Mm. the Tulsa office at the time when I started with the largest, second largest um, office for that company. And then I moved to the headquarter in in Broomfield, Colorado, and um, where there were a few thousand employees. But I had built a strong personal brand within that company. Um, people knew who I was. They knew the program that I was building and, and the product of that program, which was amazing professionals, sales professionals, young professionals right out of college who were just killing it. They nice. were very successful. And so, you know, word started to, to spread and, and build, and that added to, to the brand of the program. So... I came from, you know, having a very strong network internally in a large company to leaving that and starting out on my own or thinking about it in a new town, new people, new business, new everything, right? And so I knew I had to build a network, you know, and I had to become part of the network that already existed of of businesses in in Bozeman. But I thought, you know, as I'd spent more time on LinkedIn, um, I started seeing these LinkedIn local posts popping up everywhere. And there was a name that was connected with all of them. And it was Anna McAfee, who is a woman in Coffs Harbor, Australia, which is about, uh, it's a small town about the size of Bozeman, a couple hours north of Sydney. Oh, sure. And, um, And she started the first you know, LinkedIn local, she just invited, she wanted to meet the professionals in her 
area that were on LinkedIn. She wanted to meet them in person, so she sent out an invitation, and they met at a restaurant, and, and they've met every month since. It's been about two years now since that first one. Nice. And meanwhile, um, she had uh, three other people in different parts of the world kind of joined forces with her that loved the idea, started their own LinkedIn locals in Europe and North America, and um, it became this movement, right? And they kind of formed a, a group that now helps support other people that want to host these events. So I had connected with her on LinkedIn and just sent, you know, I'd seen her name a lot and sent her a request and she sent me a personalized note back and she was very personable, very friendly. And she was a consultant and she had a learning and development background similar to mine. And, and I thought, okay, this woman is doing what I kind of think I want to do. So I started asking her some questions and, and she suggested, uh, Hey, why don't we get on a Skype call? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'd never really thought about getting on a Skype call with somebody I just met on LinkedIn, right? Yeah. Um, but it was a great conversation, and you know, I picked her brain about LinkedIn Local because my thought was this could be a really cool way to meet new people in Bozeman because right. that's what I need. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So she kind of told me about how she got started, and and it inspired me. So before I ever moved to Bozeman, I had the idea to start a LinkedIn Local meetup group here. And um, selfishly for me, because I wanted to meet people and get to know professionals in, yeah. in the area, right. you know, and then it's turned into this great forum of connecting uh, other professionals, connecting students, connecting um, employers, connecting employees who want to broaden their network. So we have, you know, there are lots of reasons people are on LinkedIn. Maybe you're looking for a job. Maybe you're looking to expand your network for different reasons. Maybe you're looking for clients. Maybe you're looking to hire people, right? Those are all valid reasons to be on LinkedIn. And those yeah. are the same reasons people come to a LinkedIn local meetup as well. Um, yeah. But the main reason is really just to make a connection with a real human being right. in real life. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing that we touched on before the show, but the importance of making the digital connection simply to grow the online brand and network yeah. and whatnot. But you touched on a little bit, and I've, you've done your research. It shows that sort of the s humans are wired for social interaction mm -hmm. and connect in, connecting like body to body. Mm -hmm. And so what I find most valuable, I can go on and search people in Bozeman and whatnot on, on LinkedIn.com, but the really impactful stuff for me was coming to the event meeting people, getting tossed in a group, answering different questions, kind of like what's so interesting about you and like really digging into like the people and not just the generic questions, but like actually having a conversation and like making a real connection. Yeah. Then circling back in the evening or the next day or uh, the next week and being like, hey, I really loved our conversation. Let's do something together. Let's collaborate. Mm -hmm. um, so super valuable stuff. I mean, Great. I think... I think, and you know too, I'm sure you spend a lot of your time on LinkedIn, just like personal development and sure. with the Multiplier Consulting Group, like super powerful tool. Yeah, it's been a great platform for professional development in particular. You know, for me, I see LinkedIn as a learning platform more than anything. Mm. One of my core uh, values and strengths is, is curiosity and a love of learning and I love to learn. And so 
I find people on LinkedIn that do what I do uh, or that do what I want to do and I learn from them, you know, and that's been how I've made some amazing connections with some of my favorite people and collaborators. I've met clients on LinkedIn. I've met, um, you know, collaborators on different projects um, and also made good friends through people I've met on LinkedIn. But it starts with taking that, you know, digital connection and taking it offline with, or maybe even online, but connecting face-to-face like via, you know, video conferencing and sure. and taking that a, a level further, right? So it's not just some random connection that you add to your, you know, your growing number of connections. There are actual real human relationships that you can build right. through... You know, you have the capacity online to reach so many more people, but what do you do with those connections? Do yeah. you actually take it a step further and build a relationship with people? I love that. Yeah. So I guess since I'm only a freshman at MSU and I'm surrounded by people that are consistently trying to better themselves, whether it be with AMA or uh, the Salesforce student user group, just kind of that young professional mindset, what are a couple of tips or some advice that you can give to sort of that crowd if they're willing to put in the time and sort of broaden their network mm. you th- it's definitely you think more than just like linkedin.com absolutely right? yeah um first of all start now start while you're in college building your network i know it may not be the first thing on your mind right now. You've got classes, you've got friends on campus, you've got social activities, you've got sports, you've got, you name it. There are so many things, right? And there's pressure to make good grades. There's pressure to, you know, find a girlfriend or a boyfriend, who knows, right? But there's a lot going on when you're in college. And, And that doesn't change, by the way. Those pressures continue and they continue to grow. Uh, as you move into your career. Um, but what is going to make a difference in how successful you become, how um, how you advance in your career, and how meaningful that career becomes really is the network that you surround yourself with, right? Mm-hmm. So start being intentional about building your network. And, and I don't mean adding connections on LinkedIn or Instagram or Snapchat, you know, it's about the quality, right? Yeah. Not the quantity. Right. It's not about just adding people. It's about building relationships with those people. Yeah. Start soon. And I think make it valuable is key. What One thing I've learned is being so young, having a variety of different experiences is I only have a certain amount of leverage. Mm-hmm. And so asking whether it be writing um free content for a blog Mm -hmm. or um, just simply like putting my name out there is what can I give that person? I think that's a super valuable tactic. But I think, I think when I talk to my peers, I just say, let's just get going right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, I think time is super valuable when you start to dig into how fast things actually happen now in a digital world. Yeah. Like with LinkedIn, if you, if you grow your connections to, a hundred extremely valuable people with over one year. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's a superb number. Right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's about 
the quality and the engage- engagement of that network, not as much about the numbers for numbers sake. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and I think back to your question of, you know, advice. And so how do you build your network? Yeah. Well, I, you know, it starts with adding value, look for ways that you can add value. So if there's someone you want to connect with, someone you want to learn with, learn from, and you'd be surprised if you reach out to people, um, with a meaningful ask, people more often than not will agree to meet with you, right? Whether they're local in your town or there's someone that you followed online and you kind of admire and, you know, it kind of depends on, on who they are and how like many millions of followers they yeah, have, right? Sure. Um, but look for people that you can learn from. Look for people that you can, you know, that either do what you want to do or that are in a field that you want to move into and and see if you can sit down with them for half an hour, buy them a coffee, offer to meet with them, have coffee, you know, offer to to buy them coffee or lunch and send them questions in advance, like what you did when you invited me to the show, right? Yeah. You sent me some questions in advance so I knew what we were going to talk about and knew you're not just going to waste my time. We're going to talk about something valuable. Yeah, none of that. Right? Yeah. But that's a great way to start building your network. So that could be peers at school. That could be professors or teachers um, that you want to just learn more from and get to know better. It could be people in your business community. It could be people in your field within your na- uh, major that are doing, that have the kind of job that you want to have or have the kind of career that you want to aspire to. You know, seek them out and um, offer to to sit down, send them some questions that you want to mm. you you would like to ask them, and you'd be surprised people people will do that. Yeah, you'd be surprised, <laughs> yeah. right? Cool. Well, thanks so much for diving into sort of sales, networking, and some of the tangible sort of things that people can get started with. I think. I think getting started is the hardest part in a lot of ways. And so starting early, starting with quality and adding value are some exceptional tips. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, thank you. Last segment I like to go into, something I've really enjoyed, I call the final round. All right. Um, Just like four questions, boom, 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 boom. Kind of like round out the episode, get a feel for sort of all cylinders. I'll start with one. What's been your favorite networking moment or connection you've made? Okay, there's been a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, I connected with, with you. The, That's yeah. clearly oh. a favorite. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite in terms of just like, wow, the world really is small and how technology really makes the world feel very small yeah. is back to the story that I told about this woman in Australia named Anna McAfee, right? That's who kind of got me... Um, started with this LinkedIn local meetups. And I told her I was going to be moving to Montana and, you know, thinking about starting my my own business. She's like, oh, I don't really know a lot of people in Montana. I only know one person in Montana. Um, her name is Sarah Elkins. Do you know her? I'm like, nope, like, uh, <laughs> I don't. Nope. But it sounds like it's somebody I should know. Turns yeah. out Sarah lives in Helena, which is just an hour and a half from yeah. um from Bozeman and she has a huge following on LinkedIn and I started following her. I connected with her and 
Um, and then as soon as I moved to Bozeman, I, I texted her and I said, hey, I'm here. Or I, I messaged her on LinkedIn. I said, I'd love to meet in person. And this was the week of Thanksgiving oh, nice. in 2017. And, and she responded back and she said, hey, my husband and I are playing a gig in Butte tomorrow. You should come dance with us. And, you know, that's how I met her in person. Heck yeah. And she's I become a good friend. Um, she's she's also a coach, um, communications coach and storytelling nice. coach, but she also is a musician and, and sings in a couple different bands. So I got to see her perform my second day in Bozeman. Super cool. Yeah, it was really fun. So that's probably one of my favorite. And, and we were introduced by someone on the complete Opposite other side, side of, the, of the, world. the world. A woman in Australia connected me and Sarah. We're right here in Montana, an hour and a half apart. Wow. That's incredible. Uh, best thing about living in Bozeman. We touched mm. on a little bit about like the entrepreneurship community. I think that's super valuable. I'm interested to hear your take. Yeah. Um, so I'm wearing this shirt today that says Wild and Free. It has a buffalo on it, and it's from a local shop here in Bozeman called nice. Heyday. And um, I just love those two words, wild and free. Those are probably part of my own um, personal values and one of the reasons I love being in business for myself is is having the freedom nice. and in Montana you know there the nature is wild and rugged um, you can go get lost in the mountains not hopefully not literally but yeah. you can just you know <laughs> yeah no exactly um, lose yourself in nature yeah. and um, there's this wildness that is so appealing and this sense of freedom in the state that's what I love about Bozeman and Montana well said well said <laughs> uh, most interesting thing on your bucket list ooh that's a, that's a big question because um, there's so many things right. that I would love to do. I think ever since I – and I've been talking about Australia today uh, on, the, on the show, so that's definitely one thing that's on my bucket list is nice. to visit Australia and New Zealand. Ever since I was a little kid, I had this fascination with Australia – I used to have parakeets when I was a kid. I actually have one now. That's awesome. Too. And That's super cool. Parakeets come from Australia. Yeah. So when I was a little kid and I got my first parakeet, I was reading all about them. And I was reading all about Australia and the outback where the parakeets lived in, in the wild. And that sort of started my fascination. So that's <laughs> definitely one of the items on the bucket list. That's so cool. <laughs> uh, last question here. From your sort of career, um, and you've taught a lot of people and a lot of different scenarios, what's more important, being intelligent or being coachable? Ooh, that's, that's a little bit of a toss-up. Um, I think, um, so the answer to that is really easy for me, uh, but it is because I absolutely value intelligence. Mm -hmm. And I believe that every single person is intelligent, and I try to look for in what way is this person intelligent. I believe that everybody brings some level of intelligence to the table, and it's my job to figure out in which way is this person intelligent and to value that and appreciate that, right? Yeah. So because I believe everyone is intelligent in some way, the most important is to be coachable, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. So if we become so enamored with our own intelligence that we think we know better than everyone and, mm. and 
there's definitely a trend in our 20s. You know, we definitely know that we're smarter than most people around us. Sure. And in our 30s, we start to recognize that there's a lot of other smart yeah. people. And then we're in our 40s, and we're like, oh, damn, there's a lot of smart people <laughs> yeah. in the world. I sure have a lot to learn. Yeah. Right. And then I don't know what happens in your 50s, but I imagine yeah. that that continues nice. to happen, right? So being coachable is absolutely the most important because nice. you're already smart, but knowing what to do with that intelligence and having the humility to um, recognize that there are people that have lived a long time, that have wisdom in different areas, and that, you know, to be able to take feedback, to be able to, to continue to learn and grow, I think is a big, big key. Wow. Super well said. Well, thanks again for coming on to the show. Really appreciate it. Hannah's been one of my more valuable connections here in Bozeman, my brief time. Um, so super excited to uh, see what we do together in the next coming years. Yeah. And um, yeah, thanks again. Absolutely. Thanks, Ben.